Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We're back with more Gabe Ramirez and Clay Harbor on Sports Radio 670, The Score, and the free Odyssey app. <laughs> We're going to talk about some Bulls basketball in just a second. Should you trade Zach Levine to the Knicks for the haul that they're trying to give up? I hope not. Uh, but before we get to that, I, we were just talking about Scottie Pippen, man. The news came out. It, it's like, look at, Leo Stoddard is laughing because he knows. The, I'm like, what, what did they say? What did, what, did, uh, <laughs> what did Drake say that? He wasn't with me when I was shooting in the gym. But yeah. she was. She was actually there. I mean, it's tough. Dude, he's taking L after L. You feel bad for the guy. He's obviously been in the news. Like, his ex-wife's dating rappers when she's, like, seeing him his son's teammate, and then now she's getting, like, a piece of his retirement. Dating Jordan's son, too. Dating Jordan's son, piece of his retirement. I mean... Getting retirement money. I mean, listen, I get that part, right? Like, he, she was married to him for a long time. Yeah, yeah, you, you were there shooting in the gym. You, you get a little bit of my pension. I understand that. The The, the issue that I have is how Scotty is handling it. Instead of going on, on videos and interviews and, and trashing, like, the Bulls, you should be, like, at a club in Miami with, like, eight young, healthy women. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like you should be doing something wild like that. So the narrative <laughs> changes, and it's like, oh, damn, Scotty ain't worried about no Larsa Pippen. The problem is we haven't seen him with anybody, so we think he's just, like, simping in, the, in, the, in his old house. I hope Like, he's looking not, at man. pictures of Larsa, like, yeah. damn, I messed up. But then he's getting all salty about Michael Jordan basically saying LeBron's better than Mike. You know, Mike wasn't nothing without me. We but saw Mike my, was a bad Clay, player before I got there. That is my point. That's my point. Like, it's, instead of us talking about that, which then which makes it seem like, ah, bro, you're just really salty about whatever's going on in your personal life, and now you're letting it bleed over into this thing, we should be like, damn. We should be talking about Scottie Pippen the way we talk about Paul Pierce. Like, Paul Pierce, like, Scottie needs to be in, like, some thotty's ear during an interview and be like, hey, you know, I just hired this girl for the night, right? <laughs> the way that Paul Pierce was during that, 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 whatever live they were doing. Like, he needs to be on that level so people could just be like, damn, Scotty is living it up. Yeah, so I don't feel bad for him anymore. That's Complain- what I'm saying. Complaining about MJ, you how he looked in the, you know, in, in the documentary and then his wife out here with Future, Jordan's son, you know, it's just like, man, it seems to me like Scotty's just taking L after L. Yeah. I remember I, I, had the pleasure of meeting Larsa Pippa once and we didn't date her or anything. <laughs> just like, I ain't got enough money. But she she was very nice. Was she? I will say that. Yeah. Met her met her and she was extremely nice. Where'd you meet her, Gabe? Man, come on, man. 
<laughs> no, nah, it was at, it was a Bulls charity event. <laughs> it, was a, it was a Bulls charity event at the United Center. Uh, but she was extremely nice. That's I had a chance good. to chat with her. It was just you know really cool. But but again, so you, you know again, Scotty, just, come on, bro. You want to go out, go go out with Clay Harper a couple times? Yeah, I'd and, go out with Scotty. Of course you would. Imagine you two with the thing. You guys, you guys would be all right. Yeah, you doing you well. two go out together. Throw a little Corey Woon in there. Not Corey Woon. He's married. Throw a little. Throw just you and you and Scotty Pippen. Throw in. Uh, I don't even know who. Somebody else. Scotty, man. Yeah, me and Scotty would have some fun. I'm sure. I, yeah. And then I, I, I'll just be texting you guys in the group chat. Yo, Scotty, if you're listening, man, you want to go out in Chicago sometime? Hit me up, bro. We'll go and have some beer somewhere in West Loop. All right, low key. If you guys do that, I am going. But yeah, you're coming. I, I'm, I'll say I'll go, but my wife won't let me, so I'll just be texting you guys in the group chat. And be like, yo, y'all good? Y'all having fun? Damn, yeah. I wish I was there. Take a shot. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, but but we, we do want to talk about the Bulls and try to find themselves, who find themselves in a peculiar situation. Yeah. No picks in this year's upcoming NBA draft, which happens tomorrow. Or next year. Because next year, I think that with the DeRozan deal, they got to give away their, their first rounder to San Antonio in the DeRozan sign-and-trade deal. That's where the Bulls are looking to get back into the first round. And there's multiple scenarios that are out there, multiple rumors, what that looks like. And we've heard things like DeMar DeRozan to the Lakers for the number 17 pick. We've heard Zach Levine for like an R.J. Barrett, Julius Randle draft pick, Emmanuel Quigley type of situation. Yeah. And then you hear things like, Pull up the hey Leo. Put up the Joe Cowley talking about Van Fleet. Um, um, talking about him. I want to. I want to play, play that cut. Um, but there's and, and Casey Johnson too. Both of them were talking about Van Fleet. So you know that's a guy who I would love for the Bulls to get right because when you're thinking about at what point in time were the Bulls the most successful, Clay, and it was when Lonzo Ball was running the team. Yeah, a pass first point guard that still had the ability to 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 score. Uh, the only difference is obviously he can't duplicate the defensive effort, but Van Fleet could be a dude that can give you 15 assists a game easily. I'm going to say something that a lot of people Uh-oh. don't agree with right here, but I mean, you remember in 2017 when we we traded away Jimmy Butler? I think if we do, if we trade away Zach Levine, we're doing something similar. I think that you saw what happened when down the stretch when the Bulls got Pat Bev. They started winning more games and become a better mm-hmm. team. They obviously they lost to Miami, but you saw what Miami was able to do. Yeah. I don't think they're as far off as people think. You gotta find a way to get a good point guard. Because that is what this team needs. Yeah, and one that can one that, that commands respect. <clears throat> I think yeah. that's that's very important because as you saw when Pat Bev got here last year, Clay, he changed the dynamic of the entire team. You saw his tweet. You see what Pat Bev said? What did he say? He said the team is solid. Hashtag run it back. Stop he it. wants to come back. He wants that money. He, he said he check. wants thirteen to fifteen million though, and that puts you in luxury tax territory for a team that didn't make the playoffs. Getting the luxury tax, that's that's not a good look. They got to pay Io. They got to pay Kobe White. You know, they got to pay people. Io can walk. Damn. See you later, bro. It's a Shaitan guy right there. I know. I'm sorry. I just. I mean, I'm not seeing it from Io. I like Kobe White, but you know, I loved Io at Illinois. But I went to a handful of games last year. I watched a bunch and. You know, I think Io, you you can find this guy anywhere, man. I think I could get out there and do it. I am going, not going to let you talk about Io Dasumu. I'm like sorry, that. man. He's he's not it. Let me. I'll Stop pull it. up his stats when you we get can. a minute. But listen, did he have? Did he regress a little bit? Yeah, because his role was was never defined, and I think that was a big issue with Io Dasumu. He was a starter. Then he got put to the bench. Then he then it was like oh, you're rotating with certain guys. Just he never had that consistency. But when you look at Io Dasumu, he can get to the rack. You saw that he did it. Every year he's been athletic in the guy, yeah. Get to the rack. 
He can knock down the three when he's at, when he shoots it confidently. No, he can't. When he shoots it confidently, Ayo can knock down that court <laughs> three from the wing. <laughs> he's shooting no three. Stop it. And then then what he's learned to do, especially from guys like Pat Bev, and he was doing it at the latter half of the season, getting to the cup and finding the open man. Like that's the, that's the one part that's missing from Ayo's game. Okay, because then not he could as be bad as I thought. No, Ayo was Ayo was good, bro. I look at the high pitched voice. Damn, even I don't believe myself. Yeah. I I always a good I was a good a good piece, right? You're not gonna give yeah. him some like twenty million dollar yeah. deal, but you're gonna get him, you know, you wanna get him somewhere in that space to continue to develop him. Remember, if there's a if there's a term that has eluded the Chicago Bulls for the last five or six years, it is the is development. Because that's something that they've lacked. And so they have the opportunity now with Pat Will. You've seen it with Kobe White that he gets better. He shot 31% from the three point line. He shot forty nine percent from the field. He's not which a three point shooter. But he's only averaging eight points a game. Obviously, he's not playing that many minutes, 26 minutes. But eight I points just think is you a can, lot I think you for can, off the bench. I know. I think you can find more in a 31% three-point shooter game. Yeah. But, you but, could spot up out there and hit 31%, bro. I'm pretty sure I can. Yeah. <laughs> I think you could. Oh, but, he listen, does he need to improve his three-point shooting? Yes. So, hopefully, he's in the gym. Now, one thing I did notice, you know, DeMar DeRozan during the season would always talk about you know, these young boys, they, they're they going to come out with me to California. We can get this working. And you saw Pat Will out there with DeMar DeRozan. Yeah, Pat Will. You saw uh, Dalen Terry out there with DeMar DeRozan, who you did not see was Ayo DeSumo. And we know the relationship that DeMar DeRozan had with Ayo. Obviously, DeMar going to his uh, jersey retirement and so on and so forth. So I'm not sure what that says. But I also love the fact that DeMar and Zach were hanging out with Mr. Dribble. I think that's his name. Is that Mr. Dribble? I think it's uh, – I saw the video online where – they were all working on, you know, working on their dribbling skills. So it was good to see a Zach and Demar, you know, tandem kind of putting in the work in the off season. But man, six three zero coming in harsh right now. Trade Zach Levine. He doesn't play defense. He's not clutch, and he doesn't make anyone better. He's not clutch in in the in the clutch situations. Looking at the numbers, Stop I've it. seen those numbers. Zach Levine just isn't playing well in the clutch. I I, 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 people that tell me Zach Levine is not clutch, they haven't been watching Zach Levine play over the last couple of years. Like, you're just picking out games. Like, Zach Levine will take the bull. Don't get me hyped up right now, bro. I don't need a dollar in the bucket because this is the actual segment. Zach Levine has put the damn bulls on his back so many times. Down 15 in the first quarter because nobody else could score. And then Zach Levine comes in and starts smacking threes from everywhere. That's what it is. Dude, there's some numbers out there that in the clutch moments, his his field goal percentage, this, I will find these. Yeah, in the la- this last season. Why? Because he's had to default to someone else. Yeah. He's 28 years old. I mean, I think I think what we're doing is we're trying to put him and, and gauge Zach Levine. And this is something that, like a 773 just texted, Clay, please put Sunshine Gabe in his place. <laughs> Gabe thinks you bring everyone back and suck again. I don't think you bring everyone back. I said trade DeMar DeRozan. But I do think that Zach is good. Right, and I think that's the biggest thing. We we look at Zach and we're like, oh, he's not Devin Booker, oh, he's not Kevin Durant, oh, he's not Steph Curry. Nobody is. But he's shooting sixteen percent on clutch threes last season. Last season, I said last season. Look at his whole career. Look I at like Zach that. Levine, but if you have a player that's shooting sixteen percent in clutch threes, that's regularly shooting around forty percent. That's that's something going on there. That guy is not clutch at the end of games and I think near the end of the season they picked it up I like were we trending when you get Pat Bev that Bulls team so what are you saying trade Zach Levine I don't think you trade Zach Levine unless you get unless you get some sort of a haul because I I got I still get PTSD from when Jimmy Butler it was for Zach Levine 
for Zach Levine. But then you see Jimmy Butler in the finals carrying his team on his back to the finals after winning the playoff game, the play-in game but against asked, the Bulls. I asked Stacey King right here on this station. We had an opportunity to talk to him, and I said, would Jimmy Butler have been the same player had he stayed a member of the Chicago Bulls? Flat out said no. Jimmy needed to go through those trials and tribulations in order to become the Jimmy Butler that he is right now. Chip on his shoulder, Jimmy. And, like, so so when you're talking about that, it's fine. But let's also look at this. Jimmy Butler is in his 30s. Yeah. That, that's the point that I'm trying to make. Zach Levine is 28. Yeah, he's still in the young. next four years, he he's has four young. years of dominating the NBA still. And when I say dominating, I mean being a top 15 player. Like, he, he still has four years of that. So... Is his three-point shooting going to be better? Yes. Any grown man will tell you to play basketball. You become a better shooter when you get older. Yeah. Any grown man will tell you that. So Zach Levine is going to be a better shooter. All right, let me give Can you a hypothetical a- trade. Right. Tell me if you'll take it or not. Okay? We'll trade Zach Levine to the Mavericks for Davis Bertrands, Tim Hardaway Jr., Josh Green. No. Jaden Hardy. No. I don't want any of those guys. You're, Tenth you- overall. And a projected and a protected 2017, no. 2027 pick. No, no. of course <laughs> not. That's terrible. Zach okay. Levine is a dog. Like, what is your goal? What is your end goal for training Zach Levine to get more picks and to be okay? To be, are you doing a full blow up? Levine to the Lakers from Malik Beasley, Stop Mo it. Bamba, Stop it. Jared Vanderbilt, seventeenth no. pick and a protected two thousand twenty nine. That's what I was telling you. They were trying to do no. No, okay. Malik Beasley. You talking about? Larsa? I think you're going to take this Larsa? one. No, the Larsa Pippen conversation was the last segment. <laughs> I do not want Malik Beasley on this team. Okay, I do not want Jared. Jared. Oh, I can help you out on the defensive end, Vanderbilt. All right, t- how about this one? Zach Levine to the Heat for Tyler Hero, Victor Oladipo, 18th overall, a 2027 first round, and a 2029 projected first round. You got to take that. I like it. I wouldn't do it. But I, but like, if you're if you're trying to, you if you're trading these guys, you are then trying to change the 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 trajectory of your team and what you, what you are. My thing is this. Here's my thing with Zach Levine. The reason why you do not trade a guy like Zach Levine, who again is 28 years old, let's be very clear here. When you're looking at Devin Booker, you need to build the team around someone. Yeah. And okay, Devin Booker is not the number one on his team right now. It's, it's Kevin Durant. So, but you still kept him there and you, you tried to find iterations of what that looked like with DeAndre Ayton, with Chris Paul, and now you finally made it to Kevin Durant. That's what the Bulls need to be doing with Zach Levine. What do, okay, okay, say Zach Levine stays. I love Zach Levine too. I told yeah. him he's got to get better in the clutch. What are you getting for what? DeMar DeRozan? Right. Can you, can you get anything for DeRozan? But that's my thing. You, you have to change the construct of the team. How do you do that? Exactly. You have a Vooch and a Zach Levine, and now you get a a like I talked about a Fred Van Vliet. You you get someone. You get a point guard instead of it being another two or a three like you, you have yeah. in Demar Derozan. You you change the dynamic of the squad. Honestly, you I think they're point a guard, point guard away. A point guard and a better three point shooter away. A shooter and a point guard. Yeah, I think that's what. And honestly, I think that's all they need to be a competitor. So that's my point. So if you get a, if you get a 15, 16 pick, you better get a sharp shooting three point shooter. Yeah. Someone that can come off the bench or you know give you those minutes in the middle of the game. To but you have zero down. picks this year, and you're kind of, if you point, resign Kobe DeRozan. White and Desumo, you have no space to sign but, anybody else. But that's why you're trading away Demar Derozan. Trade Derozan, yeah. Trade them. Oh, I'm sorry. Solutions, not problems. My answer is build your team around Zach Levine and trade Demar Derozan. Very simple. And then then you find then then you allow AK to do what he did 
with the Nuggets, have a little bit of continuity, find some other pieces to bring in, and then hope and pray to the little baby gods. I actually like gods. Vooch, too. I know a lot of people yeah. don't like Vooch. I like Vooch is a scorer. I know he needs to work on his defense. But but Vooch is a guy that can give you 20 and 10. I mean, he's a great rebounder. He's a great scorer. He's got to work on his defense. He's got to get better defense. Everybody knows that. There are 450 NBA players. Ten of them averaged over 10 rebounds a game. Vooch was fifth in the league. Come on. I who like do, Vooch. Who doesn't want a, the fifth best rebounder in the NBA? It's foolish for anyone that says they don't want Vooch on this team. That Vooch cares. and foolish. Zach stay. Let's fill in That's some guys saying. around. We need a point guard. We need a three-point shooter. Well, we got someone that has a suggestion for someone that the Bulls maybe could bring in. We got Keith out in DeKalb. Keith, who, Keith, who do you, who's a free agent that you, you're looking at Let's right go, now? Let's go, Keith. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good, Keith. Hanging in there. Um, I don't like Vooch. I don't think he plays defense. Can we get Draymond Green in here? Draymond. He would be perfect. No. <laughs> I am not a Draymond fan. I don't like his game. <laughs> I don't like what quick. he does. I just that's not that's not oh, I don't like man. his character. It's just all bad. I, I would hate a guy like uh Draymond on the Bulls. I think I remember I was sitting here with Layla Rahimi and Dan Bernstein. We were doing transition and I was like, Draymond Green's overrated. And they were like, In what category? Like they started talking about I said, who, who would you who'd you rather have, Clay? Draymond Green or Joe Kim Noah? And we're talking about Joe Kim in his prime? Yeah, of course. Oh, Joe Kim, easy. That's what I said. Dude, Joe Kim was a dog. They were talking to me like I was a effing idiot. Joe Kim was a dog. Defensive player of the year. Bye bye. What are you talking about? This dude, you know, another dude that was out too much? Joe Kim Noah. Okay, stop it. We're not I'm doing that. I'm telling Joe Kim Noah was out too much. He <laughs> was out too much. All right. Uh, when we come back on the other side, uh, let's go back to some, because I'm too heated. I'm glad we got. I'm glad we did that. Yeah. Because I could. I could talk bulls for I a could while. Talk bulls, man. Uh, but again, tomorrow, six p.m. Myself, Anthony Heron. We got your NBA draft special with no draft picks. <laughs> <laughs> I did that for you because I know you thought that was. Funny. I know you thought that was. This funny. man doing the draft special. The Bulls don't <laughs> got one draft pick. They didn't even got a draft pick next. The first round pick next year because that's going to the to the to the San Antonio uh, Spurs. Spurs. Victor, Victor Wembanyama talk all day. Long. That's all we're doing. <laughs> the Bulls got no picks, man. We're talking about everybody else. Everybody picks. else but the Bulls. Talking about the division getting better, but we're just sitting here hoping we make a deal to get a point guard. Maybe trade DeRozan for a 20th pick, maybe. I don't know. Great. All right. He's Clay Harbor. I'm Gabe Ramirez. This is 670 to score. Bears talk on the other side. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight 
better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Let's get back to more Gabe Ramirez and Clay Harbor on Sports Radio 670 The Score. And always live on the free Odyssey app. Got about half hour left in this thing, man. It's going by quick. Fast. Clay Harbor, Gabe Ramirez hanging out here on 670 The Score. We'll get to this one call first. Let's go to John. Get to talk to him often. John, what up, man? It's good to talk to you again. Hey, hey Gabe. What's up, John? Enjoy your show always, man. Listen, keep you keep Patrick Williams, put him at forward. You keep Boots, you keep Levine, and you get Seth Curry to to be the shooting guard, and you hmm. put Kobe at point guard. And there's your solution. That ain't and bad. Trade, that's right. You trade DeRozan for a first round of this year and next year. And that then ain't that bad. Build. That's right. That's what they need to do. Seth Curry been out there since last that last season, last season, that's who they need. Okay, I like it. There's there has been some rumors. Of, I mean, obviously this whole no water, but like a Clay a Clay Thompson and and the guys for Zach Levine. That's been something that's been out there. But here's, wait, Clay Thompson for Zach Levine? Yeah. Oh wow, I hadn't heard that one. Yeah, yeah, Clay Clay Thompson and a couple of other guys for Zach Levine. But the reality is this: like, if I own the Warriors, or if I live in Golden State, I am building a force field around the stadium, and Steph Curry is not allowed to leave, bro. Come on, stop it. Like, I would never let Steph Curry wear another jersey ever. Well, he's saying Seth Curry. Oh, did he say Seth? I thought he said Steph. Well, no way. Leo, Leo, you took the call. Who who did he say? When I screened it, I thought he said Steph, but then hearing it there, I think he said Seth. He said Seth Curry. He's a low-level guy that you could get for not that expensive. Like, Steph Curry, like, come on, you're not getting Steph I typed Curry. it on the thing as Steph, but then hearing okay. it, he said Seth. It's Seth Curry, bro. Seth Seth Curry can shoot the three ball. He I'm not saying he's th- doing much. He can hit he can three. Knock, that's the one thing he can do for sure. That's what I'm saying. Three. Like, but you'll he, get a three-point. You need a three-point shooter on this team. Yeah, yeah, but he he and Kobe White are the same person. You cannot <laughs> play them. Oh, who's going to play defense? Right? Yeah. You're going to have Seth and Kobe playing your one and your two, and then Zach's your number three. Then you literally have no defense. In your front court, so or your back court, excuse me. Um, so so I like it though. Seth Curry three point shooting, I, I do like. R.J. Barrett, if we could get R.J. Barrett, Quentin Grimes, you know, a couple of those guys, I think that would be a move I would be interested in. That that would be for for Zach. That'd be for Zach though. Mm. Somebody from the eight four seven text in and said I would trade Levine all day long just because of the knee issues, and then it said. Sent from my Toyota Avalon. <laughs> Damn, your car's smart as hell. I like that. Uh, from the five six three, said, "What about a Demar trade?" That's the one that. That's the only one I'm here for. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind a Demar trade, man. I love Demar. He's got that mid range game. Like he's a competitor. He likes the ball in his hand at the end of the game. But like, dude, I mean, like the NBA isn't that mid range game no more. I it mean, don't feel like it is. I, I, I think. I think the biggest issue with Demar is that on this team, his role is too big. Yeah, it, he kind of handicaps what Zach can do. That's my point. In so, situations. So if he can, if, the next team he goes to has to be one that just needs him to score. Like, it has to be like a Kyle Lowry role where you, I just need you to score like 16 points a game. Yeah. I don't need you to put up 30. <laughs> just give me like 14 to 16, and, and we're going to win every game if you give me that. Why are yeah. you laughing over there? No, I think that's right. I'm just, it's funny because 
you know, you're asking this guy to do less, but I think that that's actually a that's good That's how play. you get more. Less is yes, more. Yes. Keep I, it simple. You know what I'm saying? And I think that that's what that, and then, and then as a result, you allow Zach to do more because you saw Zach excel. Dude, Zach is a player. Dude, but, Zach can play. But when, 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 when Pat Bev came on the team and was like, hey, bro, yeah. stop passing the ball. You're the shooter. You're the number one. The roles became a little bit more defined and the Bulls played better towards the end of the season that allowed him to get into the playing tournament. So now that DeMar is gone, again, less is more. You're giving more opportunity for Zach Levine to be the alpha male that he wants to be. If he's happy, he's playing better, and the team is playing playing better. You get Vooch, a guy who felt like he had to share shots with DeMar as well, an opportunity to shoot a three-pointer without feeling like, oh, damn, uh, I, I, I took this opportunity away from somebody else. That That's what I feel like needs to happen for the Chicago Bulls. But, again, that's uh, some ways away. Tomorrow's going to be tough. I like Vooch, man. This man has, I mean, you know, averaging 18 points a game, 52% from the field, Stop 11 it. rebounds a game. Of course. Vooch, I think, could shoot more. Like, get this guy more shots. That's, I mean, like I said, you leave Zach, you leave Vooch, and it's going to be a nice little pairing uh, for those two guys. All right, um, let's go back talking about um, the Cubs game today for a little bit. Yeah. You hate that? No, we'll do that a little bit. Cubs, I cannot believe they swept the Pirates. Yeah. It's shocking. And it's shocking because you're looking at what the standings are, and isn't it sad? Like, what is the state of baseball? We're so confused as fans here. You got the Cubs three and a half games out. Yeah. Under 500. You got the Sox four and a half games out. Hella under 500. And so – we're, you're happy because they're only three and a half and four and a half games out, respectively. But you're you're sad because the teams aren't playing to the level that they should be playing to. Now the Cubs, you could say, hey, you know, they won eight out of their last ten. They're playing at a high level. I will say this, Clay, they're the only team in the NL Central with a positive run differential. I was about to say that to you. I literally had it highlighted on my computer. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I'm like, yo, they should be winning more games. You know, the the Sox. That's not the case with the Sox, right? They're as bad as is they. They're the third worst team in the AL, but somehow they're only four and a half games back. So now you're in this weird position. You are the third worst team in the American League, but you're only four and a half back. So what do you do? Do we sell? Do we buy? Do we try to win this division? I think for the Cubs, it's more cut and dry. You got to try. You got to try to extend this winning streak. You keep this going. I think that with their staff, some people say Milwaukee staff could be better. I don't think so. Strowman, Steele, Hendricks. I mean, you got some dogs there. You get in the playoffs and you have that the rotation? Who's beating us? Stop it. Don't. That's a pretty good staff. <laughs> and our bats have been coming to life here, man. You, you've seen what's You're going on here. You're talking about a sub-500 team. Like, what are we talking about here? Not- they have the staff, and they have, once they start hitting some home runs, you have more power on this team than it showed. I think you're going to start seeing some power. Instead of getting like six hits to get a couple runs, you're going to see a, a couple home runs in here. You know, I, I think this team, with the staff that they have, the bullpen is actually playing better. The relievers in June have had a 3.20 ERA across 56 innings in the month. Like these guys are starting to get better. Alzali, leader. Now you got more of a of a locked down rotation there at the end of the game. So I think it's all coming together, and it only looks up for the Cubs. I think this is going to be the trajectory through the end of the season. This isn't a flash in the pan. But then you look at the teams that are sitting in the wild card spots. If the Cubs were to be fortunate enough to take home the NL Central, yeah, you got the San Francisco Giants, mm-hmm. the Miami Marlins. They're playing out of their mind right now. Okay. Great pitching staff, and then the Dodgers. 
Like the Cubs aren't beating any of those teams. Okay. We even had like Nico's playing well. Um, Suzuki, Hap, like these guys can hit. Okay. I mean, these guys can that can play ever since Topman came in the lineup and started leading off. These bats have come to life. I think MVP. My brother was Mike a, Topman. My my, <laughs> my my brother was uh giving crap to uh David Ross today. Like I mentioned, my brother Brandon, he's a huge Cubs fan. And he was talking about how Mike Talkman was, you know, leading off and just been red hot. And then today they put him in the order and he was eighth. You know? And you, I mean obviously the Cubs won, so you know, clearly you yeah. know, Nico Horner back at the top of the order, Sayo bad in second, that's a little twist. Yeah. Christopher Morrell has been at the bottom of the order, trying to turn it over with a little bit of power there. They threw him in at third. Trey Mancini, your typical prototypical four spot. I mean, those were all, you know, there. Miguel Amaya did his thing today. Yeah. You got Nikki two strikes at the bottom of the order now. So, I mean, people seem to complain about, you know, Ross and his decision-making when it comes to these creating these lineups. But Ozzie Guillen said it best. He was talking about that when he was coaching the White Sox. Shout out to Theo. What up? He said when he's coaching the White Sox and people would ask him all the time, like, yeah. oh, why you got Adam Dunn in there? Why, why you got, you know, you know, Juan Pierre leading off or whatever. I'm he sure said, he's going to have something good. Because <laughs> I'm the coach. Because <laughs> I'm the manager. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean why? Because I, I said so. But what he was saying is that he much rather would give, you know, his guys that he felt like uh, – he was talking about Jake Berger batting at the bottom of the lineup for the White Sox and saying that, you know, you got to put guys that are hot at the, at the top of the order so you can get more opportunities, especially when they're hot. You got to take advantage of those moments. You're but talking he, about talking about Grafol. Yeah, but Ozzy was talking about. Oh, Ozzy was talking, talking about, about it. Yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, and he was saying it, and and so then he, you know, he was just referencing that, and then my brother was talking about talking going from one to eight today <laughs> in the lineup after that. But hey, man, like I said, we, we, Sox would love to have the the record that the Cubs have right now. Yeah, if they did, they'd be in first place. They'd be in first place. So. I mean, you know, Sox losing right now, six to one. By the way, and they stole one last night. So I'm like, I'm not, steal. I'm not exactly thrilled about the way they won the game, dude. The White Sox lost in the bottom of the ninth two nights in a row to the Miami Marlins. They also lost that. They also they also lost, uh, you know, a couple of other things. So I mean, you know, it all evens out. It all evens out at the end, and so that's why the you look bounce at, their way. You look at the you should look at the Chicago Cubs in this situation. And you're, you're, you're content with where they're at. But, again, it's about what are realistic expectations for this team. Do you want them making the playoffs? I guess, yeah, you want them making the playoffs. Yeah. But, you know, if, what if you're what if you you're not going to be a wild card team. You're going to, you know, be there. So you're going to get a three-game set that first game. You lose two and you're out. I don't think they lose two. Okay, we got Steel. We got Stroman and Steel. Stroman and Steel. Stroman, bump. Stroman right. and Steel? So you're one You think one. they're going to. All right, fine. You go to game three. Stroman and Steel? Hendricks? I think all these guys can pitch, okay? Stroman, Steele, Hendricks, we're not getting down to tie on. I mean, like these guys can play. It's going to be interesting. Wild card round, best of three, divisional series, best of five, and then your championship round, uh, best of seven. So, I mean, Cubs do have pitching to pull it off, and that's the interesting thing, and I think that's what gives Cubs fans the most hope. Yeah. You look at the rotation, obviously they're struggling in the back end of their bullpen, trying to find some sort of consistency with their closer. Um, and in just you know how they're going to be shelling these guys out in the seventh, eighth, ninth inning. But when your pitching's doing well, you know, you, runs against for the Chicago Cubs, they are they have the third lowest in the National League runs against. That's impressive. Yeah. When you're looking at that, and if I go over to the American League, okay, there. Oh yeah, there's a, there's some good defensive teams in the American League, but National League, 
you know, third best runs against. I mean, that that's significant right there. That's why their their run differentials is positive in that sense because they're you know they're not scoring a ton. I guess three thirty is a lot too. You know, what I like in the pin too is Merriweather. I mean, this guy's six four two fifteen. He got it up to one hundred and two on the gun. Yeah. Today, but you got to be consistent. We were just talking about this. Been the theme of the yeah, show. You're right. Your level of consistency has to be higher. Consistency. Because you're consistently all right. And I need you to be consistently really good. <laughs> yeah. Or good at least. You know what I'm saying? So I, you got to step that level up. But the Cubs can do it. The issue is you heard Brett Boone talking about it earlier in the show. He's talking about Cincinnati and, you know, obviously they're on an 11-game win streak right now. Um, Just got Votto back, man. That's not good. I mean, you know, they got a good squad, but can they keep it up? I mean, no. why not? Why not? You putting up the, the the biggest issue was giving up runs. Literally the antithesis of the Chicago Cubs. There's only one team in in the majors right now that has given up more runs. Excuse me, in the National League that's given up more runs than the Cincinnati Reds, and it's the Colorado Rockies, and they're the worst team in 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 the second worst team in the National League right now. Yeah, Cincinnati's given up 373 runs. That's crazy. The Cubs gave up two hits all day today. Feeling good. How crazy is that? Feeling good. Pitching staff. Kyle Hendricks is just, it's incredible what he's Hendricks doing. Hendricks throwing up 87, 88 mile an hour fastballs. It's incredible what Kyle Hendricks is doing. What's he doing? How's he doing it? Impressive. I, I guess you're just that good. All right. Uh, we are trying to be equally as good on the radio as we wrap this whole thing up. We got one more segment. We will talk Bears on the other side. I think I need Clay's thoughts on, I need an updated uh, answer on win total for the Chicago Bears. Oh, perfect. That's always fun to talk yeah, about. Let's do it. All right, Chicago Bears on the other side as we wrap this thing up. It's Gabe Ramirez. It's Clay Harbor. It's 670 to score. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Let's get back to more Gabe Ramirez and Clay Harbor on Sports Radio 670 The Score. And always live on the free Odyssey app. What does Clay Harbor think the record of the Chicago Bears will be at the end of the season? That's what we're discussing right now as we wrap this thing up. It is Gabe Ramirez. It is Clay Harbor. It is 670 to score. Happy Wednesday, everybody. So, Clay, when you glance over at the schedule, I know I, I ask you these things because, you know, you're a good you're a good follow, I got to be honest, on uh, on Twitter. You, yeah. you give out a lot of Bears stuff, man. Bears stuff. And uh, so I know your, your, your thoughts and opinions change daily, though. Yeah, they do. So when you're looking at this updated uh, – you know, your updated thoughts on the Bears schedule. What is it looking like for you? Well, it always I, I like to look at the schedule because I like to go game by game, and that's what we're gonna do here today. Obviously, you know, there's a couple of preseason games. We're gonna skip those and we're gonna jump into September tenth, right? So we got Packers versus Bears. Three twenty five Ravel game. I think Jordan Love is not gonna be ready. The Bears they have more experience in this team. Young receivers for the Packers. I think the Bears win this game September 10th. I know it's a it's a rivalry game. I think the Bears beat the Packers, right? Give me like a little sounder, Leo. Like a little yep or like a little cha-ching. Every time, every time he says a victory, I, I need to I need to feel like a little uh, Pavlov's yeah, like Pavlov's right. dog. I need a little little treat. 
one and zero. One and zero. Then we're going to the Buccaneers, right? Buccaneers, solid team, but come on, Baker Mayfield. Like I don't think I know they got the you know the Tom Brady hangover. I think the Bears beat the Buccaneers as well. Two and zero. Like it. Okay. Then from there, I mean, this is a tough one. Three and zero. No, we we go to the Kansas City Chiefs. Three and zero. Travis Kelsey, best tight end in NFL history. Shocking the world. Rocky going up against. Rocky going up against Apollo Creed, shocking the world. Yeah, and now who's sipping the Kool-Aid, Gabe? Now you're sipping just, the Kool-Aid. This is the defending NFL champions, Andy Reid, my formal coach, former coach. I, I don't think there's no way right, they win this game. One. Two and one, right? <laughs> That's what we got. Two and one, if you got a, a buzzer. So we're two and one right now. So from there, we go to Denver Broncos versus Bears. You know, in Chicago. In Chicago. And you got Russell Wilson, right? Uh, let's ride, Denver. You know, let's ride. He's posting his workout videos. Let's ride. I like Sean Payton, former coach of mine. He's going to whip these guys into shape. It's going to be a tough game. But I'm taking the Bears. Bears. I'm taking the Bears. So, so Three we and one. There. Three and one with the Bears. Flying to Washington okay. on Thursday night. Washington Commanders? Like, come on. Dude, the Commanders. All right, so let's stop right here. Hold on. Time out. You're telling me the Bears are starting 4-1? and one? The Bears are starting 4-1. and one. No, they're not. Yes, they are. They're gonna lose one of those games. No. Just because that's what the Bears do. All right, Bears three and two to start the season. I don't know what game Bears lose. four and one to start. This is my. This is that's mine. Wild. You're right. Four. This and is one. mine. Right. We're four and one right. right here. Then we go to the Commanders. Bears at Commanders. You no, know, that's last the, that's year the fourth victory. That'll be your four and one. But yet last year they should have beat them. I mean, it came down to the wire. They're better this year. The Commanders didn't do anything. I don't think it's gonna be close this year. Right. Bears four and one. Okay. Now you got the Vikings. You know, the Vikings gave it to us twice last year. I think the Vikings aren't a great team. Stop it. But, you know, maybe the Vikings, Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson, uh, Jordan Addison, they got some pieces. Four and two. Okay, four and two, we'll say. All right. All right then, okay, then we'll go to Oakland. Not Oakland, I'm sorry, Las Vegas. Um, we'll Las play Ve- against Las Vegas in Chicago. In Chicago, games in Chicago, Las Vegas in Chicago. You know, I, I don't, Jimmy Garoppolo handling business. Jimmy Garoppolo, my former teammate. I don't. I don't think he's nothing special. This team, I don't think, has improved. I'm taking the Bears. Wow. Okay. Five and two. Five Bears. and two. Going in to to L. A. I'll be at this to game. L. A. My family road trip weekend. The, the Chargers. Okay. Justin Herbert, the guy can play. I think uh, you know, new offensive coordinator. I think they're going to be ready to play. The Chargers are a tough team. Playoff team last year. Five and three. I'll take the Chargers. Five yeah. and three. Five and three. Okay. Then we're going to the Nola, New Orleans Snakes. Your former team. My former team. I played with them. You know, they, Cam Jordan, they got a tough squad. But I'm going to take the Bears here. I'm taking the Bears over the Saints. Six, in and, three. Six, Six and, and three. Six and three. Yeah. All right. Six and three. Carolina. Where's my ching at? I need my, I there, there we go. Six and three. Now we go to the Panthers. Come on. there's We can't lose to the Panthers. Seven and three? Besides, besides, besides the game... Against the the Packers, these are the two games that you, you must can't win. lose to the Panthers. Okay. You traded your pick. Like, come on! If you lose Help the Panthers' up. rookie quarterback, that's embarrassing. All right, seven and seven three. and three. Wow. Okay. This now is, we go to Detroit. We're going to the playoffs. Okay. Now we're going to Detroit. Right. Detroit's a tough team. You know, Dan Campbell, At my Detroit. former my former tight end coach. They got. Jared Goff. I mean, they got a good at this point. Jamison Williams will be back. Oh my God. Amon Ross St. Brown. They got Marvin Williams. They just signed. Mm. Jack Campbell should be coming into his own. He's going to know a little bit more about the linebacker. Sam Laporta, the tight end. Jameer Gibbs is going to be playing. 
They so, signed C.J. Gardner-Johnson, Cam Sutton, the defensive backfield. This team could actually be a really good team. Seven and four. I'm going to take the Lions. All right. Seven and four. Okay. Minnesota Vikings. Mm-hmm. Okay. November 27th, Bears-Vikings. I think that they split with the Vikings. Vikings Stop aren't it. getting them twice. Stop it. Bears win. Eight, eight and four right now? Eight and four. Okay. Lions Bye-week. at, Lions at the again. Bears. Yeah, Lions are a great team this year. I'll give the Lions two wins over the Bears next year. Eight and five. Eight and five. Okay. Let me go to the Browns. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. I don't care. He's in midseason. Deshaun form. Watson. Like I think Amari the Bears. Cooper. Okay, let's just play it out. They lose to Deshaun Watson. Okay. All right. So eight and six. Eight and six. Got right. Three more games. We got two minutes left. Can I get my uh, my my beep? He was too busy telling me we got to wrap it up. Oh, we, we got to wrap it up. Got, oh, sorry. Okay. Three more. Eight and six. Arizona Cardinals coming. We're going we're gonna to beat the Cardinals. Kyler Murray. This might be the worst team in the NFL. Nine Atlanta and six. Falcons. Like, come on. Devin Ritter. No, we're, we're winning that and game. Six. We split with the Packers. The Packers okay. win the last game of the year on us. Ten and seven. We finish, we finish ten and seven. And we missed the playoffs because we lost that last game? No, we make the playoffs. Wow. Bears. Ten and seven. Give me my rap up music, Leo. <laughs> All right. Ten and seven, I like Ten it. Ten and seven, yeah. Well, uh, I know we're working again together soon, so I'll check. We'll go. Through, we'll, we'll do this again. Yeah, I'll play this game. I like again. ten and seven. I know you do. <laughs> we all do. All right, <laughs> got to thank our guest today, Brett Boone, for hanging out with us. Also, got to thank Corey Wooten for jumping on the show. Leo Stoddard, fantastic job today. Clay Harbor, always a pleasure hanging out with you, fam. Uh, can't wait to do it again. Have, have a great time in Vegas this weekend. I will. I got a bachelor party in Vegas. My boy, Grocery Store Joe. If you know him, bachelor guy, Grocery Store Joe, shout us out. We'll be in Vegas this weekend. If you got, if you see Clay Harbor, mind your business. All right. <laughs> Mi gente, that means my people. Hasta la próxima. That means until next time, I'm Gabe Ramirez. He's Clay Harbor. He's Leo Stoddard running the boards. And this is Chicago Sports Radio. 670 The Score. Ben MGM tonight coming up next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.